Hello and welcome. I'm Joe Parrish and you're listening to the High Performance Coach Podcast. The podcast for online coaches, PTs and gym owners who don't want to settle for average and are consistently striving to fulfill their full potential and raise standards across body, business, brain and balance. This show is dedicated to you and you'll learn everything that you need to know about bulletproofing your body and mind, supercharging your energy, building unstoppable confidence and becoming a world-class leader so you can skyrocket your authority, amplify your brand message and continually and consistently deliver world-class coaching results to your clients. Get the person thriving, the people and profit will follow. Get your pen and paper ready and let's go. Hey guys, and welcome to the second episode of the High Performance Coach Podcast. I just want to start off by saying a huge thank you to every single one of you that's tuned in, listened, followed, downloaded, commented, tagged, shared, privately messaged me. I think that's all of them. Um, Over the course of the last five days since the launch of episode one, it's been epic and I'm seriously looking forward uh, to taking a deep dive into today's episode which uh, is going to be centered around why energy management is now going to be your superpower and needs to be your focus over trying to manage time going into 2021. So we're going to be looking at six key core principles that I now facilitate, have used, have tested, trialed, and uh, now continue to tweak and something that now I try to instill in every single coach that I currently work with within the high-performance coach so they can do more, be more, achieve more, and they can operate at a higher level across body, business, brain, and balance. But before I do so, I want to explore three key common statements that I've personally uh, said in the past uh, to myself countless times. And I also now see very often with every single individual that I start to work with. So number one, I'll take better care of myself in X, Y, Z time. Right now, I need to hustle, work, grind, accomplish, achieve X. I'm not where I need to be, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's been a thought that's potentially gone through your mind at some point throughout your coaching career. Right now, you don't feel worthy. You don't feel like you deserve or you don't feel like you have an ability to be able to take better care of yourself. You don't have the ability now to have fun, be creative, take some time away, because you don't feel like you're where you want to be at this present moment. And once you accomplish or achieve X goal with regards to impact, income, whatever it's now going to be in terms of your metrics, you'll then start to take better care of yourself. Now, this was something that I uh, had centered, I suppose, my coaching business and my thoughts uh, around in 2017 or the back end of 2017, which led to me uh, becoming pretty burnt out, pretty fatigued. I ended up having to spend uh, the best part of six to eight weeks in and out of bed a couple of times in and out of A&E. When I drove down from Scotland to Devon to uh, see my family for Christmas, I had to sleep in the services. Uh, I think three or four times we had to stop on the way down during the day because I was just... um, bollocks I'll be honest and uh, people didn't really know what was wrong with me medical professionals didn't know what was wrong with me and it wasn't until I came out the other side uh, and upon reflection did I realize that I'd just been pushing so hard I hadn't been giving myself the opportunity and the time to renew some energy and uh, 
all that I'd known was just foot on the accelerator flat out. And I just kept on telling myself that I need to get to X, Y, or Z goal. And once I do, I can then take the opportunity to take a step back, uh, which fundamentally obviously then led to me uh, obviously taking a huge nosedive uh, into a pretty uh, bad place, which took me a while to kind of recover and come back from. And upon reflection, of course, one of the best things that has happened to me, uh, but at the time uh, certainly sucked because of that thought process that I had. The second one is this thought process of, I want to go to the next level, but I'm struggling to stay afloat and I'm struggling to manage the workload and everything that I've got right now. This is something that I've been through in countless times. I felt as though that I don't know how I can impact more people. I don't know how I can work with more people. I don't know how I can take better care of myself. I don't know how I can give more time and more energy to those that matter the most because I can't see the wood for the trees. And right now I'm struggling to stay on top of everything that I've currently got in place. And I don't see how I'm now going to be able to grow, scale, impact, influence, take better care of myself and do the other aspects and the other things that I wanted to be able to facilitate. And the third one, um, building and running your coaching business is like an emotional roller coaster. One day you feel unstoppable. You feel like you can run through brick walls. You feel badass. You feel uh, like the best coach in the world and you feel like you can accomplish and achieve anything. And the next you feel flat, lost, low, your energy tanks, your confidence sucks, you're questioning yourself, your beliefs around, am I good enough? Can I now um, get coaching results with my clients? And you just feel as though that you're stuck in the mud. And there's so much volatility at this present moment in time that you're unable to really generate and gather that momentum because you're unable to consistently perform at the level that's required in order for you to be able to really go to that next level, accomplish and attain and achieve the goals, the metrics and the targets that you've now got set out uh, in body, business, brain and balance. So I want you just to now reflect. Are any of those three statements, things that have been through uh, your mind over the course of your coaching career may potentially be something that you're thinking about right now. One of the biggest ones for me is always this thought process of I'll take better care of myself in X, Y, or Z time. I see so many coaches trying to push for more clients, bigger business, better systems, uh, more marketing, uh, focusing more on marketing, focusing more on sales because they now want to get to a certain pedestal or certain goal because they believe that that's going to make them happy, fulfilled, or they're going to be deemed as successful. And again, complete, open, honest, and 100% uh, transparency. That's exactly what I've been through in the past. And what I ended up realizing was that I ended up burning myself out. I ended up unbelievably fatigued, and I ended up delivering a very suboptimal Joe uh, to clients, to myself, and to uh, family and those that mattered the most. So I want you just to take the opportunity just to think, where am I just now? Because I want this podcast to be uh, an opportunity for you to be able to leverage and learn from my mistakes. And uh, I want you to now also realize and appreciate uh, that you're probably not alone. Being in the fitness industry at points can feel quite lonely, can feel quite isolated. You can feel quite isolated and you can feel as though that nobody gets it. And I want this podcast now to be an opportunity for you to now go, ah, okay, listen, I'm not the only one that feels like this. Uh, and these kind of feelings and these stories that I'm currently telling myself uh, are actually 100% normal and a-okay. 
So where would you rate your energy and body business brain and balance right now? This isn't something that I'm going to go into into great detail, but if you were going to if you were to now rate yourself on a traffic light system green amber red with your body shape, health and performance, with your business both in and on, with your balance, your relationships and with your brain, your study, your personal development. Where are you right now? Where are you thriving? Where are you surviving? And what's currently sustaining you and what's currently draining you? And just take the opportunity to take a bird's eye view approach for you to be able to now appreciate and understand where your energy is going. And where do I now potentially need to uh, spend a little bit more time? Or how can I now start to protect the downside? Because the reality is balance doesn't exist. If you want to be a phenomenal great coach, you're going to have to, in my personal opinion, be all in. You're going to have to lean in. You're going to have to go above and beyond. But the biggest disconnect that I see and that I found in the past was that I wasn't protecting the downside and I wasn't looking after the risks and everything now wasn't complementing and I wasn't looking at the full picture because I was just so immersed in just this one metric or this one focus or this one goal, which meant that every other aspect and element of my life suffered. So I want you to now think about, right, okay, how and where am I now going to um, spend a little bit more time and energy? And how do I now need to start protecting the downsides? in other aspects and other areas of your life with regards to what your key core focus uh, points are just now. So in alignment to your goals that you're currently pursuing, how can you now make sure that the other elements and components are now going to be looked after? Because fundamentally, poor energy management means that your confidence sucks. Your ability to get people to believe in you, buy from you, support you, follow you, invest into you, suffers and that's now where your ability to impact inspire lead guide and coach your clients your prospects etc starts to become diminished which is now why we place such a huge focus on this thought process of energy management so let's have a look at six key core principles that we can now start to apply implement and action into our day-to-day -day life Number one, finding your higher power. I want you to ask yourself right now, what is your vision? What is your mission? What are you doing all of this for? Because when you now have the ability to be able to now extract and focus on something that now has a higher purpose above and beyond your own personal goals that will facilitate and meet your needs, you have the ability to perform and operate and thrive and excel on a whole new level. Now, this might potentially be uh, family related. This now might potentially be community related. This now might be just the willing and want and the desire to impact and transform and change pe more people's lives and give them the opportunity to look, feel and perform in a way that they never thought would ever be possible. But how can you now make sure that you can start to attach your daily actions, your daily habits, your daily routines, and everything that you now do within your business and within your life to this higher purpose? This was something that I learned when I did a charity bike ride back in 2018, when I cycled from John O'Groats to Land's End, uh, which was just over a thousand miles, and I was clocking around a hundred miles a day. And if anybody knows me, knows that I haven't been on a bike since I did my paper rounds uh, when I was about 15. 
And this for me was something that really gave me the appreciation, the acknowledgement and the power of doing something for this higher purpose. And now realizing that when you can now take your own kind of like selfish needs out of it, and you can now look at it from a, a place of like selflessness, even if that's a word, um, what are you doing this for? And you realize that you have the ability to do so much more. You have the ability to operate and perform and uh, take yourself far further than what you believe was possible. So right now, when you're thinking about your higher power, what are you doing all of this for? Why are you wanting to build this business, build this machine? Why are you wanting to have more impact? Why are you wanting to make more income? And now how can you start to attach it to this higher meaning that you can get really, really clear on? So the most insignificant of tasks now have a purpose and now have a focal point and now have a focus that you're now going to be working towards. Number two is this thought process of you don't have energy. You don't just wake up in the morning and have energy. Energy is something that you now generate. Energy is now a state of mind. Energy is now your ability to get into state and your ability to now ask yourself these better questions. Who do I want to be today? How do I want to make people feel? What impact or what influence do I want to have? Now realizing and starting to appreciate that every single conversation or every single component of your life that you now lean into, if you can start to now facilitate and ask yourself those questions with regards to who do I now need to be? What roles and responsibilities do I now need to uh, appeal to? And now how can I make sure that when I go into this room, this webinar, I can play with my kids, I spend time with my partner, how can I now make sure that I can now be fully engaged and I can generate the energy that's required? And something that Brendan Butchard talks about in his book, um, High Performance Habits, he talks about this ability to almost just create just a 60 second to two minute window between each task that you go between. So for example, right now I'm currently sat in my office. So when I finish this podcast and I go downstairs, between going downstairs and finishing this podcast, how can I now make sure that I take 60 seconds to two minutes to ask myself those questions? What potentially are going to be some power words that you can now start to use? So I now know exactly the type of person, the level of energy and what I need to bring when I now go downstairs and spend some time with Leanne and Lola. And I think a lot of people get complacent and feel as though that they're just now going to have energy instead of now really thinking about it's going to be a state that you're now going to need to get into. And it's something that you will generate uh, both through obviously mind, but then of course, through the other habits and routines and the way in which you now fundamentally look after yourself every single day. Number three, be more like an athlete. Athletes are the only real people in the world that periodize their training in alignment to their competitive season. And whilst a lot of us don't have the opportunity to spend that period of time resting, recovering, whilst a lot of us don't have that opportunity to take X amount of time off off the back of a season, if we can now start to extract and look at how do athletes live uh, their life in accordance to their sport, and now how do they periodize and structure their hard bouts, their light bouts, their recovery periods, 
you'll start to appreciate and now realize that they adopt this kind of blast and cruise ethos and approach. It's not constant all of the time. They're not looking to consistently perform at the highest possible level every single day. They have periods of low work. They have periods of high work, high intensity work, low intensity work. And then they center and focus so much of their time on recovery, renewing energy, restoring energy. So now how can we start to look at facilitating and bringing this into our structure and into our day? Because I think we often have this thought process of like, I now need to consistently perform and turn up and deliver my absolute very best for the next 12 hours. And then I need to go home, go to bed and do it again the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day. In comparison to now thinking, right, okay, how can I blast and cruise? What have I now got uh, in my day that's going to allow me to renew and restore some energy? Where are my high energy points? Where are my low energy points? Have I now almost periodized my working year around maybe big launches, whether it's now potentially around trends that you see with regards to um, client uptake or client intake? And now how can you make sure that you're giving yourself that opportunity to start to now work, live, and perform much like an athlete would? And when we start to now realize and appreciate that actually, okay, I'm not going to now be able to perform at my absolute very best every single day. It can also, it can almost give you the opportunity to take a little bit of pressure off yourself, which is then going to be where we can start to now compartmentalize and look at your week. And how can we now stop thinking time management? And now how can we start thinking energy management? Where are your high energy points throughout the day, throughout the week? Where are your low energy points throughout the day, throughout the week? When do you produce your best work? What time of the day is that? On what days of the week is that? When do you usually feel a little bit flat, a little bit low, feel a little bit met? To give you some context, this was something that I reflected upon uh, in 2020. And I started to realize that Monday and Tuesday, I was on fire. I felt incredible. I could deliver and I could coach and I could communicate incredibly well. And then it would get to a Wednesday and I would just feel flat, buggered, lost tired, fatigued, was questioning myself, um, how can I go to the next level and felt almost guilty that I wasn't able to perform at my very best, although the last two days I'd felt pretty invincible and unstoppable. And that's when I now started to realize, actually, do you know what? Wednesday morning now needs to be a low level, low energy, low task morning. It's actually going to be a morning that I need to take the opportunity just to go and do something that I enjoy away from business. And Wednesday afternoon was then going to be a period of time where I was just going to do some low-level tasks that weren't going to take too much of my uh, energy and weren't going to take too much thinking or creativity, which then really gave me the opportunity then over the course of Thursday and Friday then to go back and feel rejuvenated and renewed and restored and ready to rock and roll. So I want you to ask yourself right now, when do you perform at your very best? And instead of now trying to micromanage and fill every single hour of every single day, with tasks and things to do, how can you now start to really put in your high energy points, your low energy points? How can you now make sure that they match up? And now how can you make sure that you can give your future self a little bit of bandwidth? You can give your future self a little bit of flexibility and a little, you can cut your future self a little bit of slack by giving yourself a little bit more freedom, starting to plan in a little bit more fun, because you'll know that that's when your best ideas are going to fundamentally come from. 
So how can you now start to be more like an athlete, blast and cruise, instead of feeling as though that you're constantly operating at 50% all year round? And now how can you stop thinking time management and micromanaging every single hour and feeling like you need to be doing something? And now how can you start to facilitate um, your week based upon your energy and your high energy tasks and your low energy tasks by getting clear on what are going to be your one to three KPIs across body, business, brain, and balance that you need to facilitate and you need to accomplish and achieve? How can you then make sure that they go into your higher energy points? And then how can you make sure that you are now going to be able to facilitate some lower level tasks or some fun around your low energy points, which is then going to give you the ability to consistently perform and operate at a higher level instead of feeling guilty, feeling bad, and feeling like you always need to be doing and operating and performing at this higher level, which then ends up leading into procrastination, uh, creating chaos and challenge, and you end up just probably creating problems that don't need to be created just because you feel as though that you need to be out there doing something and fixing something. And why do I know this? Because this has certainly been a place that I've been uh, before. And something I need to continue to raise awareness around, even in my own kind of day-to-day -day life just now. Point number five, your protective armor. How do we now guard and protect your inputs every single day with regards to your food quality, your sleep, your stress management, your training performance, your flow, your creativity, your fun, daylight, daily activity? How are we now protecting and looking after yourself every single day in body and mind? And how are we now limiting those outputs those drains that now potentially might be uh, social media, that might potentially certain people in your social group, in your social circle, that might potentially be the news as an example, especially right now. So how can you now really make sure that you're guarding, you're protecting your inputs to the best of your ability? Are you now nourishing our body? Are we now making sure that we're not just eating calories or eating food out of convenience, but we're actually eating for health? for cognitive performance and focus? Are we now auto-regulating our training? So instead of now thinking that I need to go into every single training session, I need to batter myself and I need to progress because if I don't, then it's not a good training session. How can you now auto-regulate based upon how you're feeling? If you know that you're feeling a touch low, how can you go in and you can just chase a pump and you can actually come out and use it as an opportunity to renew some energy? How can you now continue to raise awareness so that you can now be in control instead of feeling as though that you always have to be kind of consistently and constantly pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing? Because that's absolutely what I used to feel. I like every single time that I went into the gym, which then led to injuries, fatigue, um, and then again, transpired into every other aspect of my life in a negative way. Uh, but I thought that if I wasn't progressively overloading all the time, then I was a pussy and I wasn't training hard enough when uh, that couldn't have been further from the truth. With regards to your mindset, how are we now making sure that you're now raising awareness around your thoughts? How are we getting some time just each and every day just to think, get some headspace, get some time away? And from a sleep and a restorative perspective, are we now making sure that we've got our sleep hygiene measures in place that are now going to allow us the ability to facilitate the best uh, restorative sleep possible? So right now, what protective armor have you got? Are you working on that relentlessly and ruthlessly every single day? Are you doing your absolute utmost to create buffers and blocks 
to stop you from uh, having energy drains with regards to news, social media, potentially certain people around you. Because that's now going to be something that you're now going to need to guard and you're now going to need to look after and you're going to now need to protect with your absolute life. And finally for me, I touched upon this last week as well. But this thought process of being unable to switch off and feeling guilty and feeling bad about being unable to switch off. And then you almost feel on edge because you're telling yourself that you need to switch off and you need to take time away. But the fact that you're now telling yourself you need to switch off and take time away, but you can't stop thinking about business now is making you feel guilty, making you feel bad. And then you're basically caught like a rabbit in the headlights. And you almost feel as though that you're not normal. You feel as though that everybody around you can switch off and forget about business and work and life and everything else. And you just feel as though that that's constantly going through your mind and going through your head. And one big kind of realization for me was that I didn't need to switch off. I needed to switch on. I needed to, to accept and appreciate that I needed to facilitate and start to uh, have tasks and uh, things in my life that allowed me to switch on to things that I enjoy doing. And now starting to realize instead of being like a light switch, I needed to be more like a dimmer switch, as one of my mentors, Phil Graham, would say. So how can we now start to take this thought process and stress away from I need to switch off to now how can I switch on to fun, hobbies, things that you enjoy doing, that allow you to get into a flow state whereby you cannot think about anything else other than the present task in hand. And that's going to give you so much more calm, so much more control, and it's going to stop you from having this kind of constant mental battle in your own mind that's making you feel as though that you're not normal and you can't switch off. And that's now the biggest reason that's stopping you from renewing, uh, restoring your energy and being able to present and give your very, very best. So out of those six key core principles, I want you to think about what do I need to action? What do I need to implement? What do I need to raise awareness around? What do I now need to do? Is it potentially now you need to blast and cruise? Is it now you potentially need to stop thinking time management? You need to start thinking energy management. Is it now that you need to start aligning your aspirations and goals and daily habits and routines in alignment to this higher purpose? that you're now working towards? Or is it you need to stop between each and every task and ask yourself and raise, a, raise awareness around a few questions so that when you now go and facilitate whatever it is you're doing next, you've been able to now raise awareness around those thoughts, around those feelings and who you now need to be and what you need to present so that you can now get into state and deliver your utmost. And as I'm talking through all of these, I think it's important to appreciate and for me to say, I'm still far from perfect. This is something that I'm continually refining and improving upon every single day. And it's something that I speak to my guys about every single week. Uh, but hopefully this for you has now started to allow you to think about, right, okay, how can I now consistently perform and thrive and operate at a higher level? How can I now not how can I now stop kicking the can down the road and thinking I'll start taking better care of myself in X, Y, and Z time? And how can you now start taking better care of yourself right now through the actionable steps that I've just now talked through? And now how can I stop feeling emotionally volatile and feeling like my energy's volatile? And how can I start to now be more in control? 
by being proactive instead of being reactive. So what's currently sustaining you? What's draining you? What are the red flags that you now need to start to raise awareness around that are going to allow you to know when to push and when to pull? What are the triggers and what are the signs that you now need to be far more aware of that are going to allow you to now take more control before you end up uh, being fatigued, burnt out, feeling pretty bollocksed, and uh, then having to claw your way back, which is actually going to only... Um, push you further back in comparison to taking ownership and taking control of it from day one. And right now, is your body shape, health and performance giving you the opportunity to perform and operate at your very, very best every single day? Because fundamentally, the first person that you now need to be able to lead is you. And your ability to now manage your energy is going to give you the opportunity to do more, be more, achieve more. It's going to give you the opportunity to accelerate your business growth, accelerate your impact. And it's now going to give you the opportunity to now manage and master body, business, brain, and balance. So if you, this podcast has resonated with you, I would absolutely love to hear from you. I'd love to know your biggest takeaways, what you're going to action, what you're going to implement. Again, as I said on day one, this isn't about information. This is about implementation. I want you to think about the key takeaways that you're now going to start implementing into your daily routine so that you can now become a higher performing coach. So on that bombshell, I'm going to love you and leave you. I would love for you to share and tag me in this podcast on Instagram stories if you found this beneficial and useful. It would mean the absolute world to me. And until next time, I will speak with you very, very soon.